Hello, my name is Kendra and welcome to my channel. I am a licensed midwife here in the state of Texas and I talk about all things healthy, from eating right and physical exercise to the use of alternative medicines and remedies. Health is all encompassing, which is why I'll also share a lot about mental health and healthy habits. Whether you're a health expert or you're just getting started on the journey to health and wellness, I hope to provide you with information to help you make the best choices for you and your family. As a disclaimer, the topics I discuss are for general information only and not medical advice. This is the first episode in a series, Essential Oil Basics. In this series, I'll talk about the three routes of exposure for essential oils, absorption, inhalation, and ingestion. We're gonna talk about absorption today. So when we talk about absorption, what we're really focused in on is skin. In the natural healthy living groups, talking about skin usually brings up conversations about toxins and chemicals that we put on our skin. And we know that the skin absorbs what you put on it. That's why we have things like hormone patches and progesterone creams that go on topically. When researching for this episode, I came across quite a few interesting skin facts that I wanna share. For every inch of skin, there are 19 million skin cells. There are 650 sweat glands, 20 blood vessels, and a thousand nerve endings. Considering that the skin makes up about 15% of our total body weight, it's no wonder that absorption is such an important pathway into the body. When a substance is applied topically, it goes into the dermis of the skin, then into the muscle tissue where it can disperse into the joints, into the bloodstream which can affect the heart, into body tissue and organs such as the liver, pancreas, and reproductive organs. And finally, it's excreted through the kidneys and into the bladder. Now, when I was researching this, one of the first questions I had about absorption was absorption rate. How much essential oil are we really getting into our body when we apply it topically? This was not as easy as I hoped it would be. It's really difficult to pinpoint due to each essential oil having different chemical makeups. It's also difficult to measure the amount that's absorbed because usually when you apply something topically, you're also inhaling it, which is another pathway into the bloodstream. So whenever we do tests on the bloodstream itself, it's hard to know whether that was from the inhalation or the external application. There was a study done on lavender essential oil. The essential oil was diluted to 2% lavender and 98% peanut oil. Two different compounds from lavender essential oil, which I'm not even gonna try and pronounce, were identified in the bloodstream in as little as 15 minutes after application, and they peaked at around 20 to 30 minutes. It totaled out to 120 nanograms per milliliter of plasma, but again, it's difficult to pinpoint whether that was just from the topical application or if that was also from inhalation. Now, some things that we do know about transdermal absorption, which is just a fancy way of saying absorption through the skin, are that certain factors increase the absorption into the skin, such as increasing the surface area of application, the exposure time, the occlusion, which just means that you're putting something on top of it to keep the essential oil in the skin, and the temperature. So the warmer it gets, the more it absorbs into the skin. We also know that the places in the skin that absorb the essential oils best include the thinnest epidermal layers and areas that are rich in sebaceous glands, sweat glands, and hair follicles, such as the face, the neck, the scalp, and the wrist. Now that we know a little bit about the science behind absorption, let's get into the practical application. No pun intended. Now, I'm not going to go into depth about all of these today in this episode, but I did want to give a brief list of ideas. You can put essential oils in bath oil. You can make compresses, sugar scrubs, massage oil, lotion, skin butters, and rollerballs. Now I do wanna take some time to talk about rollerballs, but first we need to talk about application of essential oils neat or diluted. 
Applying an essential oil neat just means to apply it straight onto the skin. When you dilute it, it is mixed with a carrier oil. And I'll talk more about carrier oils later on in this episode. So what are the benefits of diluting an essential oil? First, you're less likely to have a skin reaction. Second, it spreads out the coverage of the essential oil, which also increases absorption. And third, it's just cheaper. Some general precautions you want to take whenever using essential oils topically is you always want to test a sample on yourself before applying it regularly. Also, there are some essential oils that should never be used topically at all. It's always important to do your research before using a specific essential oil. Now, what is a roller bottle? A roller bottle is a glass tube with a roller ball on top, and it's used for topical application of essential oils. When you use a roller bottle, you typically add the carrier oil first, and then add so many drops of essential oils based on what you're going to use it for. Some common carrier oils include almond oil, apricot kernel oil, argan oil, avocado oil, camellia oil, fractionated coconut oil, evening primrose oil, grapeseed oil, hazelnut oil, hemp seed oil, jojoba oil, rosehip oil, sesame seed oil, sunflower oil, and tamanu oil. The type of carrier oil you want to use depends on what you're going to use the topical application for, but I would say that fractionated coconut oil is a good all-around starter. Different oils have different consistencies, different shelf lives, different scents, and different strengths and weaknesses. When you're trying to figure out how much essential oil you should use per ounce of carrier oil, it's always helpful to refer to a dilution chart. Now I'm going to briefly explain my dilution chart so that you can get an idea of the different percentages for what uses. As a reference, one ounce equals 30 milliliters. A 0.5% dilution equals three drops per ounce of carrier oil, and this is commonly used for infants or the frail and elderly. 1% dilution is five to six drops per ounce of carrier oil, and this is good for children that are younger than 12 years but older than infants, adults that are older than 65 years, pregnant women, or those with chronic illnesses or immune disorders. 2% dilution is 10 to 12 drops per ounce of carrier oil, and this is good for general health, skin care, baths, and really just everyday use. 3% is also a good percentage for general health, skincare, bath, and everyday use, or specific application and acute health, and that's 15 to 18 drops per ounce. 5% is 28 to 30 drops per ounce of carrier oil, and this is commonly used for support during sports activities, perfumes, and short acute health. 10% dilution is 56 to 60 drops per ounce of carrier oil, and this is typically how your more expensive oils will be diluted when you buy them. This is also a good dilution for trauma injury, acute pain, localized treatment work, and medicinal salves. Some general precautions that you want to take when choosing essential oils to put in your roller bottles. Citrus oils are cold pressed, which makes them phototoxic. And all that means is that when you go out in the sun after applying these essential oils, it can cause a skin sensitivity to the sun. So you want to avoid being out in direct sunlight about four to six hours after applying. Essential oils that contain menthol should never be used topically for children that are under 30 months of age on their neck or on their throat. For those that have epilepsy or high blood pressure, you want to avoid essential oils such as fennel, hyssop, and wild tansy. Certain oils are called hot oils, and these should be even more heavily diluted than you would usually dilute an essential oil. These include basil, black pepper, cinnamon, clove, ginger, oregano, scotch pine, Siberian balsam, silver fir, thyme, and wintergreen. Occasionally, tea tree oil, ylang-ylang, and peppermint should also be more heavily diluted. 
Now this is just a very brief overview of how you can use essential oils topically, but if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at my Instagram, Kendra Nicole, A Simple Life, and make sure to subscribe so you can catch all of my future episodes that deal with essential oils and how to use them. Thanks for listening, and I hope you join me next time.